This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have to say thank you to our sponsor this week. And I like this, PJ, because this is where your technological mind takes over. You yeah. explain it to me like I'm a toddler. <laughs> UX Design Institute. UXDesignInstitute.com forward slash Dublin. If you want to learn how to design websites, you want to learn how to design apps, if you want to make the internet a very user-friendly place for you. Yes. Or if you want to say, if you've ever used an app on your phone that you think is brilliant and really accessible and really well made, I always say the Culver Tracker app, the Irish Culver Tracker app is a really good example. Right. Well, then this is the place to go. It's the university credit rated course. And here's the good thing about it. It's on your own time and you do all watching videos online. Oh, so you don't go in anywhere and do so it? You don't have to go in anywhere and do it. You can do it all at home. What you is can... it? University credited? University credit rated. Right. Okay. So you can watch all the video. You can learn it with tutorials. Short, easy, snappy tutorials online. You watch the videos and you learn how to do it. I'll be Doogie Hauser. And you can be Doogie Hauser. You'll essentially be Doogie Hauser. And the best thing about it you don't need any experience at all. You can just get in. Bottom level, base level, basic beginner's stuff. It starts right here all the way up. It's brilliant. Okay. How about that? Where'd you get the details? You get it on. Here it is again. Hit I, me. I got to hit you. No, UXdesigninstitute.com forward slash Dubland. Thank More you. More details. Get Thank on you. It. Go learn. Watch videos. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Dublin Podcast. Dub your ear holes. Is this week then the 150th, but not the 150th of season two of series two, but that was that last week? No, it was 150 is done, isn't it? Oh, right. Okay. Well, it wasn't Well, real. I don't know, because then Alan, member pissed all over a parade and was like, hi, Alan. Um... And said, oh no, it's not yeah. 150 because actually ah, there's just, been... Alan's into facts and all. Don't mind him. <laughs> he's all into what's actually true rather than the fucking crack of it. <laughs> right. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate hey. it. Um, how are you? How was your week? I'm all right. Yeah, not bad. Apart from having a um, 45-year-old gut or belly. Well, I wouldn't say gutter belly. There's no nothing is firing. Sorry, out. you're so, this, maybe we should we should utilize this oh, dietitian who got in sake. touch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I yeah, I'm into that. I'm into um. You sent me a message on, I think on Facebook. I I'm got this thing about three weeks ago, right? I'd say it was about three weeks ago. I was sitting and I can't remember what happened. I don't right. know. I was going to say how I, I can't you. give you the background story of it. That's yeah, it. I can't give you the background story of a cause. I just simply don't remember. But mm-hmm. I, about three weeks ago. Mm. Uh, for about three weeks if you know what I mean gotcha so it ended about three weeks ago what the fuck am I trying to say I, it's so unsure about three weeks oh Jesus it doesn't matter for about three weeks before this time mm-hmm. I had um, prior to now yeah oh it's not supposed to course in this fucking podcast well we're, it doesn't so matter uh, yeah, so, uh, so I bet I had this um, un fucking merciful bellyache going right. on right so cramping 
I don't know if it's cramping. I don't know what it is. I don't know the difference. You know, like people say, is it like a stitch or like a cramp? Or is it like a, an well, inflated balloon? A stitch balloon? is just like a kind it's of... sore. A stitch is like a kind of sharp pain in the side, whereas a cramp is like right. someone's kind of twisting your insides. Yeah, like a twist then. Yeah, like it was doing the twist. Yeah, okay, okay we'll go with twist. And was your stomach bloated, PJ? But sometimes, no, there was none of that. And there was no shites and there was no vomits and there was no I was going to say bowel movements. Any movements? Any no. lack of mo- movements? Did you feel backed up? No, none of that. No, the movements were as regular as always. And so my movements, movements are, are regular. My right, movements okay. are like JFK regular. We don't need to go into the There's full... There's a schedule. Actually, my ass can, type, can keep time better than a Rolex. Like, like, it's unbelievable. Like, the same time. I go, what time is it? I can tell you. I can literally tell you. <laughs> tell you by my shots. By how my, my, my movements are treating me, I can tell you exactly. It's ten past poo. Like, I know exactly. So there's none of that. Right. This, is, uh, this awful fucking pain. And then it just feels like there's something... Like, um, like if there's something sitting in me stomach that shouldn't be there sort of feeling. It's not even pain. It's just a weird, uncomfortable like feeling. A sharp Constant pain un- or like a no, heavy not pain. pain. Not a pain. No, like something like, you know the way, like imagine, you know the way if you have a phone in your pocket and you're wearing pants that are too tight. Oh my God, you could have a hernia. Oh Jesus, don't be saying that. Anyway, I don't know because it went away for about three weeks. Could be a hernia. And then now mm. it's back again. It's back again. Let me and, I, and of course, what did I do yesterday, right? What I was out do? and about and I says, do you know what I'll do? Do you know what I'll do? Go on. I was there, I'm not feeling great. I'll just sort of numb the belly through the pain. And I poured a few smidix onto it. Yeah, that's... Oh my God. <laughs> it was absolutely... I mean, uh, in hindsight, that wasn't the greatest idea I've ever had. But right, oh okay. my God, it was like... It was literally like somebody was in there. It was like somebody was in there. I think it's a it hernia. Like tra- oh, shut up now, please. Don't be saying now, that. Now, bear in mind, I have absolutely... I don't know how to fix them. You just have an operation. You can't fix them. You can't have an operation. No, they have to remove your flute and everything. Oh, yeah, well, sure, you'll be all right without it. What do you need it for? They'll just give you a hole for the water to come out yeah. when you go for a wizard. <laughs> a hernia occurs when an organ pushes through an opening in the muscle or a tissue and holds it in that place. For example, the intestines may break through at the weakened area in the abdominal wall. Um, many hernias occur in the abdomen between your chest and your hips, but they can also appear in the upper thigh and grow. How's your groin and upper thigh? My groin. I actually got a bit weak and there. I'm not really good at medical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, most hernias aren't immediately life-threatening, but they don't go right. away on their own. Sometimes, you're at the top, I look, he's freaking out, the top's coming off. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they can require surgery to prevent dangerous complications, but they can be treated with medication. Oh. So that's not bad. Lucky hell. Um, do you have a bulge or a lump in, that you've noticed anywhere around your poop, poop, pubic bone, groin, no, thigh? No, like okay. No. You may uh-huh. find the lump disappears when you're lying down. You may more likely to feel your hernia through touch if you're standing, bending, coughing. Discomfort and pain in the area around the lump may be, may be There's present. There's no lump. Can we fucking get away from the lump? There's no lump. Hang on. I have a lump in my head. Right. <laughs> hiated, a hiatus hernia have more specific symptoms. They can include things like heartburn, trouble swallowing, chest pain. Any of those, PJ? No. Good. In many cases, hernias have no symptoms. You may not know you have a hernia until right. it shows but up. But it's a, not a problem. No, they're, I told you they're not a big deal. Yeah, but I have symptoms. Even if I don't have a uh, even if I don't have a hernia, I've got hernia herniac. Now this herniacal is symptoms. <laughs> to be honest with you, now there's no they, like there's absolutely no. I have no medical foundation to say you have a hernia, other know, than I'm yeah. just shooting for it's things that you could possibly yeah. Yeah, I know, maybe like uh, Alan here. 
saying his brother had sort of like this. He's lactose intolerant. Yeah. Oh, my phone's on. Oh, God. Lactose intolerant. They're real annoying people. I I know. Oh, well, I'm going to get, hang on, we'll get trolled on Twitter again for saying that. Sorry, lactose intolerant people. No, I I know. Yeah. Lactose intolerant. I haven't time to be lactose intolerant. I like cheese. I like pizzas. Oh my God. I wouldn't know what to do if I wasn't eating porridge in the morning. Can I tell you, I right? I just had a cappuccino. I'll know all about it by the end of the podcast if I am then. Well, that's true. But I imagine but that would be back that would involve backfire. I you know, don't know. I would imagine it would. I would imagine if you're lactose intolerant, there's going to be something going on. It's going to affect the whole system. I know for baby, because I know what Hannah, God, there was a question. Me and my, me and my ailments. I'm <laughs> such an old fart. Um, uh, I know what Hannah, there was a question mark over her with milk at the start like as in was she a was she lactose intolerant she wasn't she was just a shitty feeder um, and I'm fair she had a, she had a, a thing called a strider which is a problem with her swallowing but um, so but I think you could get you can get it any, but maybe you'd know because the amount of coffee and you drink milky coffee don't you no 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 very rarely just oh when, really just when I come here right you brought me a lot this is the only thing do you know what I only like coffee when I'm pregnant ah. well, and I can just about manage a latte that's it yeah I was wondering because I, uh, I said never tea, ever. I you normally say tea. Yeah. But when I'm pregnant, I love the smell. And it takes me ages to drink it. I love the smell. But I got you a fucking cheesecake yesterday and I forgot ah. it. So I'll have, just have to show you a picture of it. That's not it's absolutely useless now. I know. Look, it's in my fridge. Can't I meant to bring it into you. It's the Toblerone cheesecake. I've got one for me and one for you to bring it in one today. Because I said to the man in the carvery, can I keep this till tomorrow? And he goes, oh yeah. He said, just keep it in the fridge. Keep it sealed. It'll be absolutely tipped up in the morning. I said, grand. I'll bring that into PJ tomorrow. You're going to have to go for Carvery next week, no, no? I will, I'll go and get one. Yeah. Oh, the Carvery yesterday was fucking delicious. Oh, yeah, I've only had one and it was a miserable thing. No, I take it, I took it, was for takeaway. I'm not sitting in. Yeah, are you still, are you at that stage still, yeah? yeah? You wouldn't sit in anywhere for anything? No, I sat in with the girls for food. Oh, but I've yeah. gone. I've gone all, um, I'm gone Corona 360 again. Like, I'm gone real. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Everyone has the cycles. It's because you keep, it depends on what expert you listen to. So it gives you, it's like they give you <laughs> the a fact, but down. they give you with a hint of optimism or a hint of pessimism. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, the last person I talk to who obviously knows more than me about any given subject okay. because of most of the people involved in this, mm. then I always take away what their last, you know, their final thoughts on the process is, you know. I always take away the, I always take away the optimism or the pessimism of the headline. Good. Right, so I don't, so I read the facts. Right. And I get them and I go, Grant. They're the facts. How do I feel about that it? That said. How do I feel about <laughs> I'm it? I'm going to take the headline as the, the derivative headline. of my emotion. Yeah, so like today, Luke O'Neill has a headline. What's it? And it says, we are very close to um, eliminating coronavirus within the community in Ireland, right? Very close to it. So I read, I read the story and the story is pretty much exactly what I've been reading all the other time. But because the headline was so optimistic, I walked away thinking, ah, that's the opposite of shit. You know, whereas uh, yesterday I read a, di- a different headline and it was all about, uh, you know, people traveling and people coming in and out of the country and Americans and this, that, and the other, you know. And uh, it that said, was me last week. It said the essentially the exact same facts were given in that um, story that were given in Luke O'Neill's story today, mm. you know, but they decided to focus on Ireland at danger from travel. So I decided I was very negative yesterday with the exact same information. You know, I just went off with that was that was the message I took was the headline message, which is like obviously the shittest way to read news. But you know what I mean? So today, Luke O'Neill has me feeling positive about it. Well, Professor at the same time I won't do anything. To like so this was on Friday and Luke O'Neill retweeted, I just go with what he says. But Professor Philip Nolan, he's been on all of those tables talking. He said, feeling optimistic as we approach the weekend, the average number excuse me of new cases are down per uh, per day are stable, perhaps decreasing. We can 
by limiting contacts, physical distancing, hand hygiene, face coverings, um, and do many things together without transmitting the virus. Stay safe this weekend. And also on News Talk, I heard them talking about, because they're using Australia and New Zealand because they're in their their peak winter. Oh, right, yeah. At the moment. And they have... Does that mean they're getting flus now and all that shite? No flu. No. They're Why getting no flu because everybody's wearing face coverings, they're social distancing, which is which is a really optimistic thing for us going into our what so what should be a shit show yeah. for October and November. Yeah, everyone's but shit because out. we're socially distancing yeah. and we're and like even at that, New Zealand and um Australia, to the best of my knowledge, those kids are in school. Right. As well, yeah. which is the big thing about the kids. So the kids are in school. People are going out and about. They're wearing their face masks. They're socially distancing. They're they're doing, you know, living by all the rules. And they've had no cases of flu. Right. So they were like, that's... So but they're I, still I, getting I, coronavirus. No, but they, sure, New Zealand has no coronavirus. New Zealand doesn't, yeah. But Australia just went into lockdown again just a couple of weeks Melbourne. ago. Melbourne did, right? Yeah, but I see that's the thing. We're going to end up... I think we're going to end up in pockets, which is Dublin, basically. Yeah, but that's... I don't see how that'll work in Ireland. Because nobody listens I don't, to the rules. No, because as soon as they say Dublin's on lockdown, everybody leaves Dublin to avoid the lockdown. Do you know what I mean? That's exactly what happened the first time. Yeah. That's what Dublin people do. Dublin people won't be told. They Not won't all be of told. us have country homes. It doesn't matter. They'll go off. To, they'll find a place. They'll be fucking moving into bushes and everything. They'll be there, ah, oh, the place are quiet at the old bush and tremor and all. They'll be finding ways. They'll be running off or they'll book holidays for the first, you know, for the first week of a lockdown or something like that. There'll be an exodus. Be an absolute exodus. One of my friends who lives in Westport now, mm. he's out there and he's working in hotels and stuff. He's saying it's okay. mad. He's saying it's absolutely fucking mad. Busy. He's, saying he's, he's so busy. He did 132 breakfasts there the other day. And he's there going, and it's all mostly old people. Whatever it is about his hotel, they have a, they're marketing very much to the Grey Brigade, right? right? And fair play to them. Getting out and enjoying themselves, sticking to the rules, seeing their... But he goes, the older people that he's seeing in there, they don't even know what social distancing is. They queue up apart from each other and then they start grabbing each other's hands and shaking. Oh, Jay, I keep like, seeing people shaking and so, hands. And he's like, this is all. fucking unreal. And they're handing each other forks full of food and everything. Like, oh, Licking each other's faces. There, you're the very people who are at danger here. And, he's, and they're just out in the mail and then they all like, you know, decide to go home separately in the cars. He goes, oh, that, that's the least. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing that matters. The least. The damage is already done. But he's just saying <clears> it is wild out there. At the moment, he's saying there's so many people. That's why, like, again, I suppose it's grand if you my st- I still have that fear if I go away in Ireland am I going to get sent to my room I still I can't get past that am I going to get sent to my room I think it just depends on where you go well I think if I, well if I go to a hotel right no but I know but again it's this is the thing that's happening we talked about it last week is that like some people are experiencing just living the fucking dream and yeah. doing whatever they're doing and then there's the other flip of it where oh. people aren't living the dream and they're being told to go to the room oh, getting well, in trouble I was into someone in Hoth yesterday right oh my god so I was stalking you yesterday how but, yeah. were you stalking me yesterday I was in a hoth Hot. and I drove from the north side or from the south side out. Ah, fucking north side, very dark and flat. Anyway, we drove That's out nice. and actually we were driving along myself and Joey had a conversation on that I was like, I think this could be PJ's road. And like we and then I, I actually went, if anybody saw it, this is verging on, like it would be, st- it was a stalker type conversation because we were going by houses going, that could be it. So there it is, there, yeah. <laughs> so it was that region because we were going out to the Hoth Road. And we went out and got uh, fish and chips and sat in Hoth. Oh, I was in Hoth all day yesterday. And we didn't go out till like eight o'clock last night. Oh, all right. And then I had to do this really, really embarrassing thing of like, because obviously you know they can't use toilets really. So I went into this like a, a, a comment, like kind of red building on the corner 
I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it's like a, there's a restaurant and I think, but I had to go and ask them could I use their bathroom because I needed to wee. But I had to, I had a really baggy jumper on me, but then I had to like totally tuck and completely push my belly out to try and be like, I'm a pregnant woman, please let me because I'm not going to wee my pants. Um, so yeah, I had to do yeah, that. They, they, and apparently, he was very nice and let me. But I don't think they're supposed to let you in and let you whittle her. Yeah, I know. But you can't just look at a pregnant woman and say, go, go. No, do I know, but I had such an, over, I had I an oversized jumper on. He could have just gone. No, so I had to do this whole like, thing of, you know, like pregnant women do the uh, back end oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was very like... That's grand, yeah, 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 exaggerating. What were you doing in the house so much? Well, I was I was letting people... I was get, I was realising again that you should never help people. Right. Because I was up there yesterday and I was realising that you never learn your lesson. You never learn your lesson. You always get caught out helping people. Being fundamentally good will always come back and yeah, be the worst exactly. thing ever. exactly. It always comes back and sets fire to your shite. Like, so I was sitting there and I was sitting there outside in the beer garden of the summit. You know, the summit yeah. in. Lovely spot, right? Uh, and I had me scampi and chips and all. And okay. I was there going uh, with me dodgy belly. I was there scampi and chips and a couple of smithics. That'll, that'll sort it out. <laughs> that's going to help. That'll you sort it out. Yeah. That's how you fix it. That's how a <laughs> 45 year old belly. That's how hurts. You, yeah, that's how you put the fire out, right? <laughs> so I was there. So I sat down and I ordered me food. I'll get some tartar sauce with that, I please. got me tartar. I did a lot of dipping. <laughs> I did a lot of dipping. Yeah, I did. And uh, then I, there was like, we were at this one table and then four people came in. And they sat around a barrel thing, right? Okay. You know, like a barrel table. You know those... Uh, a high kind of... Yeah, no, yeah, except there's only two seats. So I was like, gotcha. you know... And uh, your man, or the, one of the women that works there, so, you know, are you going to eat food? He says, yeah. And then the manager guy comes in and says, look, unfortunately, I can't serve you food if you're sitting at this table. There's no table for you. You can't do it. He says, no, and they went, oh, right, can we just have drinks? No, the rules are the rules. Unfortunately, I can't accommodate you this time. He says, can we wait for a table? He says, you can wait. It could be an hour and a half. You know, we've just sat someone down. Everyone is more or less here. It's just before the match, so no one was going anywhere. What match was on? The United and Leicester was the last game of the season. The big £100 million pound game. Right, okay. Because they get into Europe, blah, blah, blah. Big deal going on. For Leicester. So I was like sitting there with, and I turned around to the person I was with and said, why don't we just give them our fucking table? Like, we're finished eating. We'll sit there. So I was like, take our table to come over here, sit down here, and we'll just sit at the barrel as long as we can just keep having the drinks. And your man goes, oh, uh, um. So no one knows the rules. He, he didn't know what to do. And he was looking at me and he kind of, he was real sketchy. And, uh, oh, shit. He goes, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he goes, you want, can you, will you come inside instead? I don't know if I want to have you sitting there. I was like, okay, yeah, I want to watch the match anyway. I was like, this is score, this is work. So I came in and then uh, he goes, I wish you knew that. <laughs> He was like, we've been trying to get rid of them for ages. So they were fucking scammers. No. Yeah, they walked down, they went to the, they saw, picked the youngest person serving the tables and says to her, they were like, yeah, come, we're, we're just going to, we're not going to eat, we're going to drink. He was like, no, you know, trying to put someone under pressure. And then the next person, they hit the next person, no. Four times they were refused. They snuck out, they snuck back in around the barrel, they tried to scam again. No. Could get rid of them. Then and they agreed were... they would eat food and they were delighted that they had them at the barrel so they could refuse them the food oh, no. and get them to fuck off. And then what happens? Oh, yeah, take my table. Yes, Grant. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, sure, that's how you room for everybody. I don't want to watch the football anyway. He, I said, I'm so sorry. He goes, don't worry about it. He said, don't worry about it. He's, uh, he's writing the newspapers and going, that PJ Gallagher is a dickhead. He said, I was just trying, don't worry about it. He says, you weren't to know, but yeah, we were, we, they, they were real chances. They were causing loads of trouble. We didn't want them here at all. I was there, oh, well. I said, I apologise. And then, of course, you know, there's that awkward silence for a second. Yeah. And then I go, I'll have a point to Smithix anyway. <laughs> I have heard of places that where you walk in they give you a receipt as you walk in the door for food mm. I've heard stories of one guy I know he said he walked in to a bar and he says are you eating lads and he says do we have to eat and he goes well, do you want points or do you want to eat and he says well if we don't have to eat I won't want to 
And he goes, Grand, if the guards come in, tell them the soup was a bit salty. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, you know. But you see, like, I'm like. to other places and they're so rigid, you know. I don't and know, that's I'm the thing we're going away. We're going to Limerick. Um, we're going to Limerick. Where are you staying in Limerick? In the Savoy in Limerick. Oh, yeah. In the city? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When is, when's this now? August. August. August, why? Because it's nearly August. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going for three, well, two nights uh, in August and bringing the kids and we're going to some park and we're going to do, it, I, I'm actually writing for the Sunday World for them. What? Yeah. So you're not paying for this? No. Month? Yeah, fucking again. Again. I paid for La Hinch. I paid for La Hinch at the end oh, of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Unbelievable. I mean, I can't believe. Yeah, so you get two for one holidays now. <laughs> You shy on about to... fucking the hinge on this fucking podcast, and then they start asking you to do things. No, and I'm saying, it was my our, my our good friend Dara. Here's me, I got one free coffee this week, and it's after nearly killing. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be hospitalised over it. As <laughs> bleaching it, um, yeah. Actually, our friend Dara from the Sunday World, oh, da- he's yeah. he's gone and done. Like, but they need. Um, they, anyway, obviously because everyone's pushing these family holidays, but he's like, can you go to Limerick? And I was like, yeah, like I've never been to Limerick. I have been to Limerick. I went once with a fella when I played Camogie. But like, I told you that, that we were like in the middle of the countryside. Sure, I had never left an estate in my life. And they had an abattoir <laughs> out the back garden and I nearly yeah. died. Um, somewhere at Mungrath or somewhere like that. But anyway, we're going to stay in Limerick in the city centre and spend two days at Limerick. So right. I'm nervous about Limerick. What are you nervous about? I'm Limerick always, for? just me. I don't like change. I was nervous Limerick's about Lahinch. Limerick is like not an attractive city. That's the thing about Limerick, right? right. It's not an attractive city. It's a grey city. It doesn't look brilliant. But when I every single time I go to Limerick, I love going out in Limerick. I love it. Limerick's got so much shit going on. I'm excited so, to go. I used to love nervous. gigging in Dolan's Warehouse and then making a night of it. And when you know where to go in Limerick, like if you, ha- you need a guide. none of those things will be. Oh, I know that. But there's this Lebanese restaurant place. I swear to Fucking well, she holy can't eat shit. Why well, yeah, I can't eat that? No, I'm all uh, upset. I had a Turkish delight earlier, to, like a tick. It's all I've had today. A why porridge and a Turkish delight. Why are you like antagonising your stomach? I don't know. I feel like I deserve something. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. I'm not, I feel like I deserve well, a like, tree. So I got your a Turkish stomach delight. isn't well, so you go with like the most acidic thing you can get, a Turkish delight. I had a bottle of porridge, why though. Why didn't you get a golden crisp, even? No, uh, no, I wanted the stuff I like, you know. I'm 45, I like granny chocolate. I like, you know. You know Hang on, which Turkish should you get, fries or Cadbury's? No, the Cadbury's one. Oh, that's all right. If you're going to sell fries, you would have had to leave. No, well, fries is better. It's just they don't have, normally I buy one of each. But because my belly was dicky, I didn't bother. I'd get one of each. Fries is just a lump of jelly. It's gorgeous. It's like edible soap. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's like edible mind. soap. It's like, it's like washing your hands with a lovely smell of soap and then sticking it in your face. Why would you do that? But uh, yeah, there's this amazing Lemony, place. Lebanese. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like they use these ten, you know, miniature cars to get like ten course meal. Okay. Oh, it's, it's amazing. I'm not that foodie though. Like, oh, you aren't. I know. I'm not. I know you're you're prawns and all. You're no, like, no, I'm shit. Those things are wasted you... on me. Like, oh, it's we're such going a shame. to some Italian um, something. It's like a fries and shake, but they make they've got the wood fire pizza and they make fresh pasta. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're going that. We're going there in August. So you should go somewhere. Oh, sorry. Speaking of which, Sharon, who listens to our podcast, has an Airbnb in Wicklow. She offered to you. She said it's behind gates. So you can park your bike. It's right. in Wicklow, though. So you just be around the corner from gym. I don't know how much holiday that is. Yeah, you is all right. Yeah. Could do there. Oh, my God. By the way, um, two things. Number one, you're in a Guinness ad. What? 
Are you in a Guinness ad from oh. 400 years ago? Oh, years and years and Somebody years ago. Somebody sent it to me on Twitter the other day. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. Have you not? No, I haven't seen it in years. And like, also, yeah. I got a tweet. I was in a Guinness ad. Yeah, I, like, what year was that? Oh well, my you look, God. you look fetus esque. Like you yeah. look that young. Um, it's well, it's way it's over twenty years super ago. Super like. young. And let me see, can I find it now? It must be twenty five years old. I couldn't get it. Like I honestly couldn't. Somebody sent to go and PJ's in it. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, I tell, that was in the nineties. I think that I made that ad. Were you even was Were you doing anything at that stage? Or was that your introduction to fame? Was no, the Guinness well, I was doing stand up. Oh, were you? Yeah, I would have been doing stand up. Yeah, definitely, I would have been doing stand up. I can't even remember how I got the ad. I did a, I did an audition for it, like... Okay. Like, where did I do it? Or I don't know how I got into it or anything. I remember doing the audition, and... Uh, That's uh, quite iconic, though, being in a Guinness ad. Yeah, but of course, I'm like in the only, yeah, of course, I was in the only Guinness ad that nobody remembers. Like, nobody remembers no, it. No, I didn't. I was like, what's this ad for? And then I went, oh, it's Guinness ad. Yeah, and yeah, Everyone's yeah. in red, and you come in in blue. And cheering, yeah, and everything, yeah. You look so young in it. Yeah, I, I wonder, did they send it to <laughs> me, or... No, yeah, oh my god. There's been so quite there's ago. been quite a few bits on Twitter so it's just trying to find it. Yeah, it's, it's so long ago. Like I I can't even remember. Um I will find it then. I remember the making of it. And I remember it was the first time I ever saw somebody make a really shit excuse about something. What was because we were all there that day and it was in it was filmed right on the corner that we're on now. You know the Windjammer pub? Yeah. It was filmed in there. I was about to say what pub was it in? I thought it was um yeah, it's a different pub. Yeah, it was somewhere down in the Windjammer pub, right? And uh, they had this continuity person in, right? Right. And the continuity person, her thing was to make sure that the, the pints point. on the tables were at the same level for all, all the, shoot. the shots. Oh, right? Okay. So then, was there they, actual real pints of Guinness? Real pints, yeah, wow. from the pub. So they're like, I suppose it being Guinness, they wanted their own, but because it's Guinness and quality control, they had to look like they were fresh pints, you know. So they would. Uh, a lot of Guinness. So they said to everybody, "Please don't drink the Guinness." Don't drink it. We just want we want it the same level all the time for continuity. Okay. But of course, it was a bunch of vowel lads as extras in the st- and they've if they every single fucking shot they took a swig out of it. I mean every single shot. This is a nine hour day. A nine hour day. And by the time I went in to do my bit, they were buckled. Like there was a few of them that were buckled. I went in for a slash and one of the lads goes, walked in. Uh, before I was about to film my part, he went. <laughs> huge fat one Guinness makes you fat and he goes and it makes you sing as well on Raglan Road <laughs> and he started singing his heart out and I went back in. yeah I remember that day now but I don't really remember how I got into it or anything I remember being like it felt like it was way too big a production for what it was because like I, I had my own trailer Stop for, it. for a day on you this, must have been paid re- really handsomely oh, oh. Joey's in a Guinness hat Twice. <laughs> you went, Some you shit he- you're not supposed to say in you the phone he- microphones. You could hear, you actually could hear you going, twice. I left, though. And it wasn't twice, it was way more times than that. No, no, said. I actually won the jam, Jammy Bastard of Comedy Award that year. Yeah. What is that? It's, it was a big pot of jam that said you jammy bastard written on you got the old jo- Joey was in a Guinness ad and got a, pay, got a payment out, a repayment out of it again. They what got paid. It's a, It's a... A football one, like there's three of them in it. Again, ones that nobody remembers, and it's like literally him. They filmed it in, in time, and I, I didn't actually know where I'd have to ask him, but it's just he goes up to catch a, a gar ball, like it's in the rain or whatever. Yeah. They got paid stupid, like oh, they got paid yeah. like two grand or something oh, for like money. a few hours, and then he just got a thing in the post to say a check on, yeah, we're repeating it. Yeah, they pay you mad money. Yeah, it's great. They pay you mad money. And he's yeah. like, I'm in a Guinness ad. I was like, you're in a Guinness ad, nobody knows you in it. That's for even better. I was in an Avamore cream ad as well. Stop. Yeah. I'm trying to find That's long forgotten. An Avamore cream ad that was long, long forgotten, yeah. So. I was in a Phones Direct ad. 
Yeah, what did you do on it? I delivered a phone. And I couldn't, I didn't know how to drive at the time. So the Jeep pulled up. So it like they had to film the Jeep driving and then they had to refilm me getting out of the driver's seat of the Jeep and then going around. Oh no, then they, sorry, then they changed it. Then it was a phone's directory. Remember those BMW bikes? Sure couldn't drive. Oh, they had yeah, to just put, hold and push me along. And I got... <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I wasn't paid for that because it was a place that I worked for at the time. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. No, that was the good thing about ads, especially back in the day, was you would make so much money for a day's work. I remember like the, the production we were on because Guinness, at the time anyway, had to, all their advertising was done through England. It was Here this big English production company. And they were the English lads on the shoot were oh. complaining that we were getting paid so much more. Oh my God, there it is. Look at Declan Rooney, the comedian. In it. Oh my God. Oh, for fuck's sake. 2001. There so you go. It's near... I thought it's it was 20 years ago. I thought it was longer than that. Holy so shit. So you were only like 23? What were you, 20, 23, 24? You look way younger. I thought you were well, only no, about... I'm, I thought you were about 17. And no, I, like, I'm, it's, I'm 45 now, yeah, so... Yeah, so you're, so you're 20, 23. It was 2001. Work? No, it's not... That's 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So 25. It was 26. Sorry, 20... Uh, well, how old are you? 19 years ago. Huh? 19. So 26. I'm so bad at maths. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. You look, re- I thought you were about 19. So did I. Like you're very young looking. Isn't it? Jesus Christ, look at that ad. Oh my God, that's so funny. Holy sh- that's Killian. He's from Bose. Killian MTV. Uh, by the way, if you're into archive uh, TV footage or if you like all that shit, Killian. Uh, you might be able to find Killian your... Killian M2 TV archives on Twitter is You might find amazing. your Avonmore one as well. Maybe. What do you do on that one? Uh, I'm sit. I can't remember really. I, I'm sitting down watching. Um, Just throw it. Uh, I'm sitting down watching TV, and someone that's supposed to be my other half is was sitting next to me on the couch, and she asked some question about it, and I pretend that I, I'm not annoyed. That that was it. It was a really quick one, really quick. <laughs> In and out, yeah, really. Like, my other favorite thing on Twitter this week that was sent to me was that somebody sent me a, a picture, but it it came up because it's it was on came to Dublin it was like sensitive content but they added me in it as well so I went back into mine and it's you with in Young Offenders with your in your box shorts on a beach but Dublin <laughs> took it as sensitive content really <laughs> yeah. me in the underpants <laughs> yeah and then and now everybody like that's that messages went all I can think of is you like saying that you wear your underpants to shit and they were wondering whether they were your own underpants or were they stunt they underpants they were my own underpants because there was going to be stunt pants right <laughs> the stunt pants were planned for the day actually I know what they're talking about I don't want to give the end away or anything right okay because it's the last episode okay because uh, it's the U- people in the UK have watched it yeah, well, maybe it's on picture. BBC One and RT yeah, One. But it's on at the BBC moment. Three, hasn't it? Yeah, it's the so full series up there. Yeah, the full yeah, series. Yeah, because that's because people were putting up. Right, yeah, yeah. Because I was but like, we're not there. Like, we're only done one episode. Yeah, yeah. But for anyone that's still watching it, even on BBC One, yeah, it would ruin the end. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there isn't. Yeah, you'll see. They are my. But own they wondered where they, they where did they provide said new pants with a with an unworn gusset or were they your own gusset? They were my own well worn gusseted pants. They were yeah. They were the, they were Penny's wonder pants actually. There you go, pennies. pennies. Yeah, there was supposed to be there were supposed to be stunt pants, but the stunt pants never arrived because I couldn't get changed from me pants because there was a low big crowd on the beach, and even the costume women involved were like, you know something, let's not. Nobody wants to see you. Your garbage. So we're they Leave left her me. own pants. And it was all very public and all. So they just fine. left me with my own pants. For right. Okay. I just yeah. loved that. You know the way Twitter tells you that the content may be 
<laughs> sensitive, <laughs> sensitive yeah. nature and it was it literally when I go and through it on my through my account it was you and your pants on the beach but then I was just like it's it was kind of funny for your character to be that covered in tattoos and it's funny because you're wearing shorts today I forget how tattooed you are I know yeah I'm still I'm covered and I'm, I want to start working on that all over again now. can't do anything now with COVID I, well you can they're open again but I'm a bit nervous about it this, this is more of it now I want to start I want to get more well, why more. would you want someone breathing over you in a tattoo parlour. I suppose they were. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. Now, actually, like you said, I, I got my eyebrows done. Because I'm too nervous. I got my eyebrows done last week. And when I was leaving, so like your eyebrows are 40 quid. And she was like, and it's six euro for PPE. Oh, for your mask and all, yeah. But sure, I brought my own mask. Well, you just have to pay for hers then. But the, and then she had a disposable mask. Yeah, you have to get around Six it. euro. Yeah. You have to get around it. You have to around the mask in for you and all. It was a bit like... <laughs> I went to get my hair done and Graham didn't like was was doing my hair for an hour and a half. They used two plastic aprons. He had his own mask. I have my mask, and they still only charged three quid. I was in there for thirty minutes, and I got charged six quid for the pleasure. Yeah, six thirty minutes for six euro wasn't bad value. Yeah, but I'd it? had my hair done, and they'd use plastic aprons. They'd use like oh, you're paying for all that shit as well. Yeah, which then. is fine, but they only charged three euro on the hairdresser for that. And then I was there for whatever, nearly whatever, an hour and a half, get my hair done. I was only thirty minutes, not even get my eyebrows done. She had a, had, had a disposable mask on. It cost me three euro more. I just there's there seems to be no balancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Where we're supposed Come to here, be. I have to ask you now as well. Yes, like, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking. You know the way uh, I'm just completely unable to buy a home. Uh, oh, we have to get Owen McGee on as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. He's been. He's kind of doing the rounds now. Owen. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, well you, well, you have a very different interview with those. Come on. on. Yes, yeah, true. You know what I mean? Have you put me life on the table? Sort that shit out, man. Yeah. Sort that shit out. Do you reckon it's a decent time to go looking again? Because I've, I've been talking to people about buying gaffs and all in Dublin and everything, and a few people are saying, oh. Now is the time to do it. Other people are saying you'd be mad We'd to do need it. To ask and then own. other people are saying that the house prices aren't even dropping at all. That it's exactly like it's just because it's such an unequal sort of recession that we're in that some people are making more money than ever and other people are making absolutely nothing at all. I don't like it's hard to know what to do. Oh, we definitely. And then, of course, I mean, it doesn't matter, I suppose, to me anyway, because I'm just going to get fucking refused again. But still, it's nice to, uh, to well, fantasize. Well, no, actually, because you haven't been on. Because I had this, I was talking to Owen about. Are we, you know, the way like every every couple of years, well, no, you don't because you have a mortgage, so that's cruel of me, but they send like your rate changes and then you can sign up to this, this or this rate or whatever. Oh, and I don't know. So I didn't know anything about it. So I sent him a screenshot going, here, we have to get this in on our mortgage. So he was like, oh, send me that or whatever. And then I was saying to him about banks loaning or giving loans. And he was like, well, have you been on the PUP? And I went, what's, what's a PUP? Mean? The COVID payment. And I said, no. It's called a PUP? I think so. Yeah, the PUP. I don't know. Right. Anyway, um, so he said, have you been on COVID payments? I was like, no. And he was like, I said, and Joey's been the same. Like, we're pretty much kind of, we've taken little pay cuts here, but like, we haven't been out of work as in we've both been doing whatever. And he was like, yeah, no, they're still lending to that. But people who are waiting to get mortgages who have have not earned for three months, who have basically lost their jobs, had to go on COVID because somebody I was talking to the other day, this is horrific, was it had signed, sealed, delivered on their house. The people living in the house had let them go in and measure for oh, their blinds geez, and their, their thing. And then all that had to happen was that the the bank released their fund. Yeah. But she, she lost her job. And they said no. So now they're waiting to see, to, she to give, she to give like, to, to whatever two weeks that she's back her yeah. her statements 
but yeah. they they were ready to to fire. So I think it's very pent. I think now you would be a good, <laughs> you could be a good option. Now. Man, that's how bad Ireland is. That's how bad it is. Ireland is so bad. Even you are someone the banks might take a punt. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you know what? I'll I'll ring I'll ring o McGee on the way and we'll get him in then because we we have another person coming in. On the tenth to record. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, next week is a uh, course is a bank holiday and so all. We got, so we we need to figure out if we're going to come in next Tuesday. Ah uh, yeah, tu- yeah. Why not? We'll come yeah. in next Tuesday. Okay, cool. Well, I might even see if he's around next Tuesday, and he could do a quick, a quick flusher with us. Oh uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. Will we do that? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, perfect. We'll do that. Um, I've also forgotten. Oh yeah, I need to. <laughs> so much to discuss. Um, I've forgotten. And I don't want to make this make these podcasts about pregnancy because you know we have enough and oh, yeah, no problem with that. Enough parenting podcasts it's not out a, there. It's not. This is the only way I'll ever get to experience pregnancy. True me. This is the, you, well, this is the last time I can to assure you. One hour you. a week, or not even that, like ten minutes a week update. Joey on how it works. is. Joey's getting a vasectomy for Christmas. He doesn't he know yet. Is he? No, it's oh, he doesn't know. No surprise. Snip, 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 Joey. Oh, that's fucking amazing. You're getting your oh, that way. That's what a way to find out. Oh, Joey, you lucky man. Don't tell him it's a surprise for Christmas. Oh, Joey is going to be 10% less for January. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be happy with that. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, is he re- are you really going to get him a present of getting the, getting the snips now? I'm seriously considering oh, I it. I think it's a good idea. Let me tell you I why. Think I would like to give. I, th- I would like to encourage this. <laughs> is that what your present to like... us is going to be for our baby? It's like, I haven't got you any other baby presents before, yeah. but I've booked but you. Joey. <laughs> Pack your I, bags. I know a man, 50 quid lunchtime rate. All I have to do is mention them on my radio station. Oh, that's um, brilliant. So uh, the reason I have decided this for Joey is that I forgot the part of pregnancy. So remember that we talked about this before that I cry a lot. I get very, very sad about things. Yes. Like uh, that overwhelming know, yeah. sense of sadness. Especially now and all with everything and all. You're having to have the babies and the, yeah, the, the, sadness. the pandemic. and the, yeah. yeah, no. I forgot about the other one. And the other one is where I fucking hate people. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Like, I hate people. All the people now. Are you specific? No, like, it's like genuinely, somebody could do absolutely nothing and I will hate them. Like, like, you know, look at that fella over there with a jacket. Dickhead. Fuck him. Yeah, dickhead. Hate him. Who the fuck wears brown in the summer? (laughs) Joey was like, (laughs) it's too early for eating ice cream. Bastard. Joey said the other day and he was like, I went, oh my God, I really forgot about this level where I really hate people. He was like, I didn't. And I went, that's dangerous talk. Oh, he's in trouble. Yeah, I yeah. Was like, that's just straight the right side. Straight away, dangerous talk. Yeah, right? Watch it, you or get the whole Mickey removed. <laughs> you'll be like you'll be PJ. You'll just have a hole as well. Yeah, you'll be walking around for like an action man <laughs> for <laughs> fluid to come out. But like, I genuinely like get like I have to stop sometimes. Being I couldn't be on Twitter for like two days because I would have got into like an absolute rant with people. Right? I don't know how anyone does Twitter anymore. Twitter yeah, is a fucking cesspit. I'm so hot. Man. Like it's so. It's it's amazingly designed. You know what I mean? It's right. amazingly designed to just show you shit that makes you angry. I'm never going back on Twitter again. I'm so happy to be off it. So with Twitter this week, did you see have you seen Dean Rock? Oh yeah, I did, yeah. Been sacrificed. Oh I did. I saw with this because he's doing the free kick cha- challenge. Yeah. yeah. I I didn't see Twitter, but I saw the outrage on other sources. I saw some of it on Reddit and I saw some of it on uh yeah, I was doing the rounds. Like yeah, of course, was, yeah. And then, like, I, I, I stupidly clicked into a, one of the newspaper comment sections. Fucking hell. What a... Yeah, oh, you know that's I mean? a proper sewage pit. Of yeah, people, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. Oh, gee, I was that's like, wow, this is some serious shit stuff. going on. But he yeah. got absolutely... Yeah, I know. 
I, why people can't just say, oh yeah, that's not for me, it's too expensive and move on rather than... So here's here's firstly what I want to throw out there that I just think, right? So Twitter, this, uh, do you know, I won't even go into one part of Twitter that last week annoyed me off the off the back of Dublin. But also it's the... It's, don't be minding, I need it's, that. No, but, no, but it's the jump on ability of how nasty people, comments that people make, right? So yeah, you have all matter. these... Yeah, I know, but it does. Because if we have all of this like, be kind, be nice, be... I what, know, you know, but they don't mean that. It's not <laughs> what they say. No, I know. But here's the thing. If you have a problem with something, could we go back to the old Esther Ranson days of points of view, right? So like, as in, rather than getting on Twitter and being fucking aggressive or being angry or saying, just basically calling somebody out and send them an email directly to that person like just they go can't. they don't know how to no I they know but no like access, in fairness. We, we, or we could have like if somebody's upset you you could just tell us you know Dublin that point of view or whatever and we'll can, we ah, can no there's no fun in that <laughs> you can't you know what I mean it's not, but it's, any, not it's a blood sport it's I a blood it. sport so Dean no Rock fun in that. the fun is in oh I'm gonna get you you fucker like there's no and fun, but then everybody know. jumps on boards and just makes such just ignore it's not a big deal it's, it's the, the personal fine. attack that I don't like it's fine it's no big deal my whole point is so then Dean Rock puts up so somebody then sends Dean Rock an email and goes how much is it so Dean Rock is the number one free taker in the country he works in an amateur sport arena in front of 80,000 people it's the same as Wembley I know, yeah, but like you, you know. But he's an amateur I know, sportsman. No, that's what the problem. That's where they have the problem. But that's what is, the people. Them- but hang on a second, right? If you want to be like pedantic about it, it's like, okay, well, tell you what. Why don't we ask the Gooch or Aidan O'Shea or some of them, as in that they've gone and they've done an after dinner speech, or fucking the Brogans don't go. Tell you what, we'll turn up after and do an after dinner speech, which they now make a living out of, and go. Oh no, don't worry about paying me, Eamon Dunphy looks for 10 grand for after dinner speeches. I know, but they say he's professional. Like, but, I know. but no, but this is this, but he's the same. It's the same as know, as like the Brogans going and doing it or Aidan O'Shea going and doing it. He's legitimately saying, here's the money, here's what you get. It's the same as... I know, look, I get. I don't care what anyone does Rory as long McElroy as I, going and getting, imagine getting a one-to-one golf thing with Rory and him going, oh, it cost you 200 quid to come and do it. Uh, no, I know. With me. I don't give a fuck. As long Except as I you want to sacrifice him. Look, as long as I can have a laugh at it, I don't <laughs> give a fuck about it. I, I don't give a fuck about anything I say. As long as I can have a laugh, I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm just going to have a laugh at it. I'm open season, you're open season. That's the way it fucking is. It's no big deal. But I think what people were doing with the whole Dean Rock thing was like, or just, you know, like people get on their high horse. It's like, how the, oh, the GIA should be fucking held to a higher and it's this is the training and you're not supposed to make money out of the training of the kids and the blah, blah, blah. Instead of just saying, grand, I'm not paying for it. That's yeah. not what it's about. I'm moving and on that every like. senior and interpanel across the country bring in sports psychologists, dietitians. They pay spend mad money. Yeah, anyone who's a, but, but two hundred quid a for that, a kicking right? course is completely from the biggest kicker in the country. It's completely off limits. No, but I think anyone who's connected to a GAA club, right, like yourself, will know that this is nothing unusual about what Dean's no. doing. It's normal, right? People they get in spoofers from. Yeah, loads of spoofers come in. China Terry and all just be doing yeah, levitation. They'd be, with and they'd be doing the whole let's teach you how to have a winner's mindset and all this the old shite and all. There'd be loads of that going on. You know, there'd be loads of it. Oh yeah, and there's fucking there six hundred quid under the table, and you know there's all this, and then they get fucking dickheads like myself in then to do a fucking gig for the That's club, true. and there's loads of money and half and all the cash goes under the floorboards, and you know all that shit. So I like, for instance, I was paid more by GAA clubs to do gigs. Then Team Rocker's charging. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? And like, you're hardly professional. No, well, <laughs> exactly. That is a good point well made. 
Good point, well made. I don't even fucking like doing stand-up. No. So there you go. You don't even like your job. So just, yeah, so there you and go. And you haven't played Croke Park to 80,000 people. No, I haven't. I no. played upstairs in Crow Park in the suite to 150 people there for a long for lunch or something. That was a yeah. good day. That was a very good day. Uh, but to be honest. Carvery out of it. But it's just, it's one pair. It's like, you know, it's just whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. They roll and they, people get upset and then they, they get upset because they want to be upset. It's you just know, the... And then an element of it is, yeah, well, you can laugh at all those things, but you know, we have to laugh at what I like. <laughs> laugh at all of that. Oh, no, that's what I like. Don't be laughing at what I like. You can laugh at ah yeah, we're all laughing at them. Well, I don't know, that's me. No, sorry, that's not how it works. That's not that's not the game. That's not the game at Which all. Which is probably a bad time to bring up the fact that I saw this car. Remember two weeks ago we were talking about people who wear full kits? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was driving out of my house last See, week. There, there you go. Now, that's not fair. No. Because full kit people can't defend themselves because everybody's laughing at them. That's... <laughs> Everybody's laughing. And this was parked people. around the corner from my house. Somebody ha- What's can it say? It says League Champions with the Liverpool. Oh, on the side of his car. Oh, stuck on the side of his car. On the side of his car. On the side of his car. I get embarrassed when I if now that's what I do. Fans, but like a, oh. a courtesy car, I'm like, oh, they'll know it's a courtesy car, and that's not actually my car. But like, whereas no, this person has car, yeah. his person is his own car, and he has taken it upon himself to have League Champions stuck in a sticker on with a with a Liverpool emblem on the side of his car. I was in Holt yesterday, right, and it was <laughs> this beautiful house, like a big gaff, like a, like a big six bedroom sort of style, yeah. right. And I don't know who won it, who won it, who owns it, but. They had a huge Liverpool flag hanging in front of it and it was in this area and you know Oh they hate them. Oh my god the neighbours are going mad. You know that they're yeah. looking at them going absolutely bring it down the top. We don't even put a bunch in for Corpus we Christi don't anymore. Like that round ball over here. You know what I mean? Like it was funny shit like yeah. I was like yeah, but that's I don't know. I anyway what I'm saying is that my, my hormonal my hormonal madness is just hormonal. So you're getting upset at cars now is what you're saying. Oh I get upset at everything. I've just deleted them but I don't know how to bring it back. Um yeah, I get like I literally get upset about everything, but it's not it's not based on like it's not based on anything actually anybody doing anything wrong. But that's why people don't want to talk about anything. Yeah. That's why lads in particular don't want to talk to other lads because they're afraid that people are going to turn around and go, "Ah, fuck you, you're enjoying this." You know, you're like, "Okay, fair enough." Well, then I'm going to learn you learn to shut your mouth. Yeah. You learn to shut your mouth because it just takes one person to spin a back and throw it in their face yeah. and that's all you can think about. You know, so you learn to shut up. It's just a weird, it's a weird that's thing. That's why I don't want to ever be online anymore because nothing you can say will ever be, you know, no one, no one, you're not seen as a human. You're not a human being online. No one online no, is a yeah. human being. So nobody, and there's no nuance, there's no conversation. You'll never talk to someone in real life the way you talk to them online. Never, ever, 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 ever will you talk to anyone in real life like you would online. Mm. It will never happen. You're dehumanized from the second you go onto those onto those social media networks. That's why I was like, uh, at the beginning of all of this, watching people fucking tear strips off each other in the middle of one of the most terrifying things that has ever happened to the country. I was like, I do not want to be a part of this anymore. Yeah. Fuck this. Fuck this. Watching people like absolutely scream and piss and moan and destroy each other. In a, in, a, in a room full of hatred I was like fuck this there is no fun in this no one and is it's all gone it's all gone a little bit exasperated because like that I've, like, like, like Twitter I'm just like I'm not playing Twitter anymore well yeah but it's the same on Instagram with the comments and stuff like that and then, you, and then of course you know people send requests to you too and that got to me on Instagram too people would send me messages saying I want you to do this I want you to do this gig and this gig and you do as much as you can and then you realise I've done all these charity gigs I've done all these fundraisers and I'm I, like I'm fucked here you know and then you, you, it you, is that thing where you you're afraid, saying no you're, you're a, a bollocks yeah. and you have no problem 
Yeah. You, you fuck you. I'm like, right, I'm off. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. It is really I'm not funny. doing this anymore. Somebody I, I'm, after, like, people say value your mental health. You can't value it and be online. Yeah. I can't. I can't. So, me. Yeah. I can't and yeah. be online. Maybe you can. Maybe other people can. I can't. I yeah, cannot I think... be in that sphere and then take myself seriously. I can't do it. It's a weird. I'm lying it's, to it's, myself. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. I know that somebody I had put up something about mental health and someone sent me a message going, "Well, if you really value mental health, can you do this?" And I was like, "So if I don't do it, do I not?" That's like it. I kind of made a joke back and went, "Well, sorry, if I don't do this for you, do I not value mental health?" But that's it. No one would say that in real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one would ever. And say I know they didn't mean to be like. They weren't me- meaning what they were saying, but I was like, no, what you're, you're actually now positioning to say, if you don't do this, you don't value. And I'm like, I take mental health really seriously. I just, it's not my all encompassing, but like. Oh, look, I remember like, do I did a documentary on uh, on, the, on stage fright and anxiety and all oh, those yeah, things years ago. Oh yeah, when you were pretending you were scared of stage. Oh, well, you see, yeah, this is the one. fucking thing. And I'm then what, on all the comments, you know, you saw like, and that's why I'll never share anything about my own mental health ever again. Like, it's not worth it. People say, oh, talk to people. Yeah, talk to people. That, uh, that wasn't worth it to me. My experience was it wasn't worth it. Online, it wasn't really? worth it. Yeah, because all it was was, well, it can't be that fucking bad if you're able to do stand-up. Oh, but yeah. was that not the be... whole, that was the whole point. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That was the, ho- like, that's the irony of it. It doesn't matter. That was the whole point of bad. the show. Can't be that bad. Can't be that bad. Happy. How can you watch ha- that I show? Had, as had, much as I take the piss out of you, but how? Because I, I think that's the irony of it. On stage, another comedian said on stage, some of us don't try and make our fucking living off just talking about stage nerves. I was like, that is not what that was about. I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it. So I wrote Madhouse. That was a way of doing it. That was a yeah. different way of talking about. But then, because you're not, you're not. It's. You're not at the forefront, you know what I mean? Well, like, I am very no, much but it's, at the as in it's, it's, your, it's you writing, but as in you're not at the pulpit on the stage. Do you know what I mean? No, there, there to be fuck, playing yeah. the part of, of you. That, well, of the boy as yeah, a kid or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but as in what I'm saying is that, like, I just think that's really funny. I didn't realise. So as much as I take the piss out of you, which is probably contradiction in terms. I like But that. also I like the it. whole point of it is, is that, that, that that's because that was the, it's the irony of it because you couldn't but take, like, because I was only really getting to know you at that stage. Do you know what I mean? Like, we literally you yeah. weren't that long in. No, it was the, it was the first the radio week station, I started yeah. in the radio station. Because you took we, my seat. Do you remember you took my chair? Oh, she's still shy um, on this fucking seat. Pregnant. Uh, she was heavily pregnant uh, at the oh time. Oh my God, you've been pregnant for six years. Uh, yeah, but. whatever. <laughs> um, but like, but as in, I, it was if to, to know, to just to start to get to know you then and then see that, that visual of how fucked you were. I was oh. like going, holy crap. But then for you to be able to get up and do it, like for you to be able to actually stand and do it, I was like, no, that's because I can't do anything else. Yeah. That's what people always miss. Yeah. I can't do anything else. Well, that's what I was just about to say was that you went, you, you, you've, you've said, you verbally said, this is the, this is my shot. Like this is, this, this is all, all this I can is, do. This, this so is I can't do anything there's else. There's no other. I wish not, it yeah. was something else. It's not. Yeah. And this is it. Like I wish it was something but else. Th- but even for you, it's really funny because like when we do live shows or whatever, is that like you'll piss and moan before we go on, yeah, and then you literally go bye, and you're gone. Like that. Oh, like yeah, you're, yeah. There's like there's no because I remember going to see you. Where did you go and see your startup? Was that in Dunleary? But you came out late and people were still there. And I because obviously I know you. I could see just how uncomfortable oh, you were. Run, and it run. was like. I was like, he's up to getting caught now. And that's like no. worst case scenario. Run, <laughs> run. That's always my way. When I was gigging with John Lynn, we would always do this thing, right, where we get, we're getting to the, at the venue. I would tell him, I am going to finish on this joke. <laughs> when I start. Leave the door open. When I, yeah. 
not just leave the door open, right? Because most of the Calgary Art House theatres, you can walk straight to an exit and can park at the exit. Oh my God. So I would say to him, when I start this route, I'm going to do this bit, I like whatever would be, it would be the bit about the dogs or the bit about the hangover, whatever. Yeah. So when I do that bit, start the car, open the door and park at the back. So I do the bit and say, thanks a million, walk vroom. straight, vroom, gone. First person out of the venue every night because couldn't handle the people. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't fucking handle it. Just could not handle it. It was too, too it was terrible. I, ne- I just couldn't handle it. Do you know it's mad? It's get so on the road, get get the fuck home. It's like, so I wouldn't funny. stay in the hotel for love, no money on the day of a gig. Do you, see, you know when you see things that you go, um, I sent this to Joey yesterday. So like, obviously with Ushin, Ushin has a couple of little sensory things that were like, okay, grand, whatever. But then, so I, I have follow like occupational therapy and trying to find where I sent it to Joey. Right? I swear to God, I was like, I said to Joey yesterday, I was like, I feel like I'm personally attacked in this post. But it's like, so uh, sensory overload for adults. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was like... Sensory overload. For adults. I can't take a call when I hear uh, my kids arguing in the background. I can't unsee mess in my home. There are toys scattered everywhere and I can't ignore them. I was like, literally, Joey, what's that smell? I can't find the source and it's driving me up the wall. I have a hard time focusing on all of the simultaneous sounds. Uh, every <laughs> Joey went, this is like, if you were to sum me up, everyone wants to be physically close to me, but I just need my own space. Oh, yeah. Joey's like, that is me in a nutshell. Story of my life, yeah, right um, there. Why does that tell you have to be so loud? Say it a million times a day. I never say that, being deaf as a fuck. Is it really, is it really hot in here? Is it just me? I'm so uncomfortable. And then that's not hormonal flashes. That's just me. And I literally sent it to Joey. We got it yesterday. And I was like, I feel personally attacked by that. It's like all of me encompassed into one small little picture. <laughs> but it's those things you become aware yeah, of as, yeah. as you get older that yeah. you go, like every single one of us has, we're on a spectrum. We're all on a spectrum somewhere. Do you know what I mean? But you become more, so for you, it's that you've gone, right, well, these these brackets don't work for me. So I ain't putting myself into them. I'm just going to go, I'm not going to be in that sphere. I'm no. not going to do that yeah. because there's none of those things are any use to me whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not good at them. Yeah. Not good at them. But I think it takes a while for you to, like, I still, I, like, it's for you to identify, like, that stuff. Like, I look at Oshin and things that he does that I go, yeah, I would have done that. But, like, sure, there's no telling you that when you're a kid and I was a girl. And, like, people go, oh, you're mad outgoing because you, like, I was 14 working on radio and all I wanted to do at work was work on radio. I didn't want to talk to people, though. I know, yeah. And as well, though, what you do. <laughs> I like just being you. in a room on my own. <laughs> That's brilliant, isn't it? That's fucking hilarious, isn't it? That's the sort of thing with stand-up as well. Like, like people say, oh, the f- you know, you're, why are you so weird after a show when you can't talk to people? Because I, 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 the stand-up's a really weird job if you're doing your own, you're touring. So you sit in the van on your own all day. Get and then you to get, where you're going. And then you get on stage for an hour or an hour and 10 minutes. And nobody's allowed to talk back. <laughs> right? That's it. And then you get back in the van and you drive on your own all fucking night <laughs> to get home. And that's it. So then when you actually are forced into a place where you're having conversations with like eight people or something, it freaks you out. Well, it freaks me it out. Does, it I'm freak not good. Other, I, people I, other people are grand. But it freaks me to fuck out. I can't even go to a wedding. I can't, yeah. go to a wedding. I can't go to a party. I can't go to a pub with more than like two people. I can't do it. I start fucking flipping out. I'm like, I can't handle the pressure. It's the social pressure of it. it drives me mental. I kind of a bit like that, but I'm not as bad years as you. Turn around and go, I'm not fucking doing it. Yeah, you're coming to my wedding, aren't you? No, no. I'm fucking not. I don't have any intro. I'm not, I'm not. I'm sorry. I ever went to any of them. No, fucking no. I'm not doing it. No, I've had to say you know, and it's all right <laughs> to say no. You know, you realise it's actually all right. It's totally all right to say no. I'm not doing. I'm absolutely not doing it. Have a great day. I'll send you. A, I'll send you cards. Take a few quid and have a great day. I'll do whatever I can for you. But you're gonna be there. No, no. I'm fucking definitely not gonna be there. Absolutely not. It's funny though, isn't it? Because no, you, you just learn. you do. 
you, 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 just you figure it out as you go along. To it. That's the thing as well. People get used to you being like that. It's not that big. A, you think it's going to be a big deal or people will be insulted. Grant, they will. The first time. And then they're fucking not. But and that's what I said to you. So my friends go, oh, my birthday's next week. Don't worry, I won't invite you. I go, thank you. I've told you that. That's it. That's where I live now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bad place to be, but it's also that thing of like, I always kind of went that people, I didn't know anybody what they expected from me. Yeah, you know, yeah, like when you, that, like yeah, people yeah. I don't know or people, and I'm really bad in situations where they, you know if I'm getting if someone's like you know talking to me and they're spitting on the side of my head or they're getting really boring or you know they're, they're, it's like people are so boring sometimes it feels like there's a gas coming out of them that's putting me asleep. And it's just gas just keeps coming and coming. I'm like, I don't know what to do with those situations. I'm all freaked out. I'm like, oh my God, please somebody make this stop. And it's like physical pain. It's not normal social things. It's like physical pain. Like I have to sit down on my own in the car and just put my head in my hands for like half an hour just to recover from it. I'm like, I do not owe that boring fucker my time. I don't. I don't. You're like, oh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. 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 And, then, yeah. Sneaky, and then you get introduced to someone who, yeah. and he's no interest talking to me. And I have no interest talking to him. And the two of us are trying to make a conversation out of, I don't no know, thing. motorbikes, hand sanitizer and fishing or some bullshit. And we're doing our best and we don't know each and other. How are things yourself? You know, you're like, working, yeah. oh, no. yeah, I used to have this great, one other stand-up comedian, John Henderson. We, I really like him, right? The two of us got on really well. But there was a period where we couldn't talk to each other. And in fairness to him, he just said, well, I can't fucking talk to you. And that was it. I was like, Grant, I'm so much better. Why? Because, like, you know, when you have a dynamic with someone where you just go, all of a sudden you just can't talk. talk. Okay. You just can't find. Yeah. So we just started, we made a laugh out of it. So that became a team. 20 years of marriage. So every time we met each other, we went, so what are you driving? Just became this question. All right, what are you driving? Like, because we knew it meant nothing. We were just saying shit to fill space. And then we became really good mates. Now I, That's I, hilarious. Now he's one, I think he's one of the best people I've ever met. But it's just, we like, we... We had to be forced together to, 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 to end up liking each other. But it is that, it's that weird thing that you just kind of go, as you get older, you realise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, I think you so. Yeah. Your, Some people do. A lot of people suffer and suffer and suffer. Yeah, and so that's just true. keep doing it. Yeah. You know, or they like medicate themselves. So they go, right, I have to do this. I have to go to this yeah. wedding. I have to. There's no other way of doing it. So they just drink 45 pints and Irish drag themselves through and fucking just... torture themselves to hell and wake up in bits and... You know, I don't want to say no. I'm just not doing it. Like you just got. And know. now I more than that. ever, I definitely was avoiding things I I really didn't want to go to and just oh, decide right, I'm going to get through this with liquid medication. I get into fouler though about those things. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I get into real fouler's. Like, like yeah. And Joey will be just at the brunt of all of that because I'm just like, and he knows all it is that I have to go to something that I don't want to go to, and he'd just be like, and then I'll that. go, I'll just lie and goes. Why would you lie? Why would you say I just, I just can't go? I just I don't want to go. It's like, hard but is that an time. Irish thing that we go? I'll just tell a lie and say, oh, I can't. I'm sick. I don't think. I think it's a human thing. I think a human. It, uh, like I'll never. Uh, my dawning moment, right? Do you want to hear? This is yeah. my dawning moment, right? It was New Year's Eve, and I think it was about two thousand four or five. I don't know something right. like that, right? I was just about to give up drink for like a long time, right? right? Uh, and I didn't know it at the time. And there was this big New Year's party. I think it was in the RDS. I'm pretty sure it was in the RDS. I was living in this like sort of house share uh, up by Leonard's Corner at the time. And I, I remember like it was this New Year's Eve party and everyone being fucking plaster drunk. And I was just hating it. Hating the noise. Mm. I, like even as a young fella, I hated I, clubs and all of that shit. Yeah, I, I was the 15 year old in the old man's pub, like, you know, reading the fucking football. Like that I was me. I at home. You know, <laughs> yeah, I hated it. I remember being out and it was New Year's Eve and the expectation I had on myself to go out and have a good time and I gave up on myself. It was 11 o'clock, I gave up. I was a fucking, I'm walking home. And I remember walking home back to the gaff uh, and thinking no one's going to be in here now. 
and it was in the 90s Ural Trash was still on right oh yeah yeah and I stopped off and the local Chinese was open lovely I, was, I couldn't believe it was still open I got me Chinese delighted I walked in and Euro Trash New Year's Countdown was on Perfect. and they had a guy called Mr. Ozone on right oh yeah and Mr. Ozone was able to fart at will this was his I thing remember this. so they laid him down on the table it's on Channel 4 yeah. yeah so they laid down Mr. Ozone on the table and they stuck a microphone on his arse <laughs> And they made him do 10 farts on the last 10 seconds of the year. And I was sitting there with a the Chinese. Your face yeah, is. yeah. I honestly, I'll, never, I'll never forget this moment. And I was sitting there on my own with fucking chicken balls, watching a man do 10 farts, the lad farting his way out of the year. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I do the course, it was like, you know, pu- it was like, you know, Euro trash. So there was ditties and pubic hair on lads everywhere and everything. And uh, so, and I'm totally on my own. And remember, just, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy I'm not involved Anywhere. in anything. I'm just here, yeah. fucking on my own in and the gap no I've never been on my own in. no stress to get a taxi or... See, None that'll of that. My, br- my brain goes to, like, how are we going to get there? How are we going to get home? Can yeah. we get it? Have to we get a taxi? Where are we going to be able to get a taxi? Then I'm going to have to have to walk. And then, like, my brain goes into all of those little facets that they're just not worth it, like, really. Do you know? Like, they really aren't worth it. And, like, New Year's Eve, actually, my mom has always said that. I was like, I hate New Year's Eve. There's just too much pressure on a night. Do you know? Yeah. I, I, I still hate New Year's no, Eve. I do, and now I don't. But now I'm just like, I don't. Like, I could be asleep at 10 o'clock. And you know, I've shit. given up on Christmas. You know, I've had the conversation with the family oh, over Christmas. Sake, right, okay. You know, I've done that this year, no. finally. No. Oh, yeah. You're uh, done. Now, you'd, you'd, you'd kind of toyed with the idea last no, year. No, yeah, I've done it, though. I've had the conversation. I'm out. What did you say? No one's getting fucking anything from me. I don't want that from you. I'm not going to. I don't want to go. I'm not having Christmas dinner. I'm not hanging out with anyone. Right. If I can travel, if the travel restrictions are, where it's advisable that we can go. I'm getting the, I'm getting out of the country. Lovely. I'm not, I'm not doing Christmas anymore. Right. You know they do Christmas I'm, in other countries, though, right? Yeah, but not. I don't. Like have, in hotels. They're hotels. not inviting me to their house. Right. Okay. So I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm you not know you're doing. You're going to be in a, a hotel start, somewhere in the Canaries, and there's going to be like a Spanish man dressed up. Yeah. As Santa Claus, I don't ask mind me that. to sit in his lap. I mean, I don't mind. I probably will. I go. Thank you. All right. Let's do this. But it's, uh, but there's no. Pressure. Expectation, pressure, intent. I can get up and walk out the door. That's the thing. So I'm going to, maybe I'll probably go to Antwerp or something. I'll say that's lovely around that time of year. Antwerp. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know lovely. where that is. Yeah, it's in Belgium. Lovely. Belgium. I'll walk around Snowy. Antwerp. There, I've decided. I'm walking around Antwerp on New Year's Day or Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Day. Yeah. Fuck it. But like, again, Christmas <laughs> is that one of those things. I like Christmas. Yes, I really, like, I even, I liked it. Like, even before I had kids, like, I, I do actually really enjoy Christmas, but I think it's mostly because I really like Christmas dinner. It's my favourite dinner of the year. Yeah. Even though I had carvery, turkey and ham carvery the other day, it's my favourite dinner. Yeah. Like, I love that. Now, the having to get there, but actually, funny you say that, I put up something the day my son was online scrolling to figure out what he wants to get for Christmas. Already in Actually, July, they have nothing gas, to be doing with their time. Of course, I know. So no, yeah, he's never, like he's never famous. like, now he's just like a fuck all else to do. I've been in my house for days, know, yeah. weeks. And um, we're all like that. Like kids have birthdays and Christmas to look forward to. That's about that's it. That's it, yeah, exactly. And he's just been through a pandemic. So he's having a look at what he wants. <laughs> and the amount of people who message me on Instagram to say that they're doing all their Christmas st- stuff early because in case we go into and they can't be arse queuing outside or doing anything. So they're like, we're just getting the bits in. Just going to get the bits in so and actually when you get the bits in there's no pressure then you're not going to be going to run in to do the shop like I was yeah. we were like that like you think yeah yeah I don't know and then there's that week that fucking week of I was pretty drugged for last year's week because I had the miscarriage so I'd gone into the hospital and then I just kind of had to just get on see. with shit for the week so the night before I went in see, to I, have my I operation I don't think I've ever had a Christmas that shit I'll be but honest like, like I didn't have a shit Christmas did you not 
No. Like Joey's that that Wednesday. I'm going to talk about it now because I couldn't for so long. But like that. So obviously the week before I'd gone in for the scan and it had all been gone horrifically wrong. Yeah. So I had to go in to, to have the surgery then. was all Christmas time. So it was the 16th was of it? December, I think so I went in. The week before Christmas. Eight, nine days. It, like, yeah. no, it was like that Wednesday and the, fo- I have to, like, the, the following Wednesday. Like guys, and I went in on Wednesday and the following Wednesday was Christmas Day. And That's, like, it was week on week. A serious question though, right? Because mm-hmm. you know the way you're like, oh, coming up to the end of the year and yeah. you're naturally with a Christmas and everything, right? Yeah. You get uh, like your your emotions are heightened about everything. Like yeah, everything. Wednesday the eighteenth I had the operation, a, right? And the twenty fifth was eighteenth. Yeah, like you must Christmas have been lights everywhere, Christmas trees everywhere in the coom. Now, did Christmas not make that experience worse? Do you think? No, because that day, so we went into like as bad as that was, you know. But. No, we went into the coom. I went into the coom. Then Joey collected me, came home, and that afternoon Joey's mom was diagnosed with cancer. Literally that evening. So Joey came home, we came in and was like, "This worried about mom. So his mom was diagnosed. Yeah. So we had, like, that was week on week. So it was just, I just went into, but I'm, see, I do that though. I go into you full. you still say that was not a shit Christmas? No, because I actually kind of went, she, Joey's mom got home from the hospital that day. The kids got to see her. I was really thankful. Like this pandemic, genuinely. So I would have been due yeah. that baby. That, literally, I would have been due that baby last week. Yeah. Like in and around. And I said that to Joey. I was and like, is that messing with yeah, your head? Yeah, that makes you, like, it makes me sad, but I'm pregnant. So then I feel like I can't be, I can't be kind of ungrateful because I'm really lucky that I'm pregnant with this baby. Do you know what I mean? But it doesn't take the terror of having, like, literally this baby. I'm terrified anything would happen. I'm terrified because yeah. I, because that was the whole thing. When we talked about having another baby after the miscarriage, I just went, I, I, mentally can't do it yeah. I mentally can't go through it again I can't go back into the coom and someone to tell me there's no heartbeat I can't do all th- and then with this Joey couldn't come with me for any of my early scans yeah, so I was just yeah. waiting for them to say there's no heartbeat like I was just waiting to go through that process again do you and know you, what I mean you thought that was the way it was yeah I just go, thought yeah. it was going to go but like touch wood everything so far and I have a big scan next week so all is good but like I do, see that's how I do things though I I just get it like as in we came out I slept that day Joey's mom was diagnosed it was really horrific and then the next day so the night before I went to the coom we went to Smith's because I had to get the last of the stuff for Christmas and then I made a list for Joey of everything that needed to be done he was trying to get everything organised with the garage there was still working days to had be had so I'd ordered the turkey I'd ordered the ham like everything was done so literally then Christmas Eve we went for a walk on Grafton Street and the fucking car park couldn't get out but things I just kept going no I'll just so I just kept the momentum and I remember just thinking on New Year's Eve I just want this year done like yeah. I want it gone little did we know we're going into the middle of a pandemic but genuinely like I think all the shitty parts of it has made me maybe look at myself more than I ever have okay. do you know what I mean like I've gone I'm way more resilient than I think I am like I'm way more thankful for things that I was ever thankful for before. I was so stuck on like work or trying to create this career or be so focused on all of those things that now I'm just like it's going shite. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm so thankful I have just Joey. Yeah. Cake, yeah, I'm so thankful I have Joey. I'm so thankful I have like my brother, my brothers I'd be lost without like a hundred percent. Like and I like you always kind of know, but they're like, I would have never, I went to counselling and everything. Like, I would have never done that. Yeah. But I had to, I knew, like, my brother said to me, you need. Did it help? Yeah, 100%. And I would. And in what way, like, as in it made you, what What did you get out of? That I, I kind of felt that I was carrying everything around. I'm real, like, as much as we sit and joke and I'll say, oh, do the whatever. I'm real, like, 
I would never let, like, even I'm married to Joey, like, we're together 11 years, right? And yeah. it's taken me so long to even let Joey into the dark crevices and say, like, <laughs> here's the crazy I've been keeping in a jar. Well, yeah, yeah, I think, like, me, just, to a point, you laugh, you tend to laugh shit off, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's your armor, right? Yeah, that's what I do. So fuck that. Make a joke of it. Yeah. And then it's deflected. It doesn't hurt me. And then, yeah, yeah. And then it's gone. You know, then it can't yeah. do any damage. No. Like a house, right? You know, yeah. it's a fucking security system. Yeah. That's, so, that's the easy way to do it, though. That's yeah. the way it, it's always so been. So what you're saying then is when you were going to council and sort of what? It allowed you to sort of let the fucking lock off the door. Yeah, let the lock off the door. But not be afraid to leave the lock off the door. I was terrified of opening the door and being overwhelmed by everything. Yeah. Like so I so I still remember my dad well, it's dying. It's like the virus. If you yeah. let, if you let in something you can't get it out. Yeah. Right. So I still remember my dad dying and I still remember making a conscious decision to not cry. So as in I remember that feeling of overwhelming grief and I remember going if I start I will never this will never go away. Yeah. So do not start. Don't do it. So I didn't. That was it. And it never came back and It came you back. Later. It got me five years after, but even that, I, cri- like I cried for a night and then I put it all away again. And then that was fine. So then when I went, I remember literally when I went, I only went to counselling last year. And Mad, at the it? end like of the year. You got to skip for the calf. Yeah. Clear out. <laughs> yeah. Got to skip, right? Fuck. That's it. Everything yeah. out. Gone. Yeah. Right. I was literally went in and just went. I, and it was like, my brother was like, you need to go. You need to go and talk to someone. He was like, you just can't keep going the way you're going. So I went in. I've straight away told A was like I won't be able to talk to this man B he's not my type of person C he's going to judge me D I don't think I even want to be here in the first uh, place waste me time here I'm not paying this this is not extortionate amount of money because yeah, it's not cheap right <laughs> no 60 quid a fucking session yeah, right yeah yeah but I was like but my brother was like I don't give a fuck please and then Joey was like I think it's a really good idea but because but they're both very much like you need to go and make this decision yourself. Do it, will you? Yeah, Joe's like, please. Because I wouldn't mind getting to know you at some stage. Yeah. It's been eleven years. <laughs> like the full you, but like that. I remember, like literally, my first, which I didn't believe happened. I literally went in. I think I was about fifteen minutes into the first session, and I literally just sat there and cried. Did you? Yeah, just bald meltdown, absolute full on meltdown. And it wasn't that he probed or I'm went. Not, yeah. What you know. Tell me about your deepest, darkest things. I just remember him saying to him, "I was like, I'm so fucking lost." I just can't figure this out at all. I don't know where I am, where I'm going, how I'm going to get there. I don't know the answer to everything. I was like, I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of literally everything in my life and yet have more security than I've ever had before. I'm more secure than I've ever been and I'm fucking terrified. Shitness, Shitness. yeah. I, I, I said I'm, I'm, I constantly try and guess the future because I'm so scared of the past. Like so scared of the past. And like that then, it was just that thing of like, so I had a miscarriage before I had Ushin, so having to talk about that, which I always refused to talk about. My dad dying, stuff that had happened in the family. Th- like ha- just having those conversations, but him just going, just talking about them. Like So it wasn't like, how did that make you feel? And did that, pro-? like there was none of that. Like I expected this all to be this real, like, you know, talk me through the time. And there was, there was none of that. It was literally just him going, yeah. Jesus. And I'm like, he validated it. Like I remember going, God, that's horrific. Like, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. That, All right, yeah. and I just went. What? He's like, I'm really sorry, like that you went through that. That's a that's really hard. And, and like, I was going, hold on. This way you make a joke. This yeah. way you make a, This way you make light of it, and we both pretend it's not that serious. So see that, and that's what I did for like six sessions worth. I would go. I would fall into the deepest hole, yeah. and within two seconds, I'd make a gag and go. But you're like, do you know what I mean? You yeah. know yourself. Like life is what Delivery, it is. Delivery, punchline, boom. Gone. I'm around. 60 quid. Yeah. Boom, I'm see around. you next Tuesday. Yeah. But I think that, that we all find that. So like, 
even now, like I was saying to Joey the other day, I was like, even now I, I notice traits in my brothers that I have that I'm only starting to realise that or that my mom has that I go, God, I do that. And yeah. I, like I said, Glenn, something about Glenn the other day and I was like, you fucking, so because you know the way Glenn goes and I actually went, I do, like I do that. Like I, he, I said, because he takes everything so fucking personally. But I do that, except Glenn tells you he takes it personally. Whereas I take it personally and I won't tell you, except I'll have a scrap with you in my head when I'm in the shower. That's what, why, I, I, I'm not saying that's a particularly <laughs> womanly attribute. I think but, it's very female. But I, that, and, then you, and then you end up four days later yeah. wondering what the, f- you, 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 I, so, you suddenly that. Add fucking pregnancy hormones into that. Like it's batchets. Like batchets. But so normal. So normal. Like we're all, but and that's like the when thing. you had that meltdown, right? You yeah. say just I, you know, pure curiosity. Yeah. Tell me to shut the no, fuck no, no, up. Fine. So when you had that meltdown. This is right? meant to be your counseling session, not mine. Go on. Oh yeah, but I'm yeah. Oh no, you fucking. I'm like a cow. trying to open a coconut with a Swiss Army knife here. Uh, so you had that session, that and you yeah. had that meltdown. Yeah. Essentially, what meltdown? Word, what of a better word? Did you feel like immediately better no. after? No. No, I remember coming out to my brother and saying I rang my brother after one of the days, and I was like, I hate this. Really? I hate it. And he's like, you know, you have to go back. And I was like, I hate it. I hate going in. I hate <laughs> telling this fucking man. Yeah. Like, I hate it. I fucking hate it. I hate the vulnerability of it. I hate that I'm telling him these things I will not tell anybody else. I hate that I'm telling him them. And I hate that I'm getting nowhere with it. And he was like, but you're getting, but you just don't realise it. And I was like, I hate it. I fucking, I hate coming out and having to eat a Mars bar because my sugar is so low from crying. Yeah. <laughs> so at what point do you think that you went, at what point did you turn to your, or were you able to say to yourself, oh, I think this is working? I think, I think definitely how I dealt with the miscarriage. I kind of went, yeah, this is, I think I coped with, I probably didn't cope with it as well. Realistically, I probably have to go back and do that and, and go to counselling again. But I think... I I allowed myself to say, which I never would have said, I allowed myself to say I'm really sad. Whereas I would have never said that. I would never tell somebody yeah. I am really sad. You just know it yourself. Yeah. And I would know it myself. It and even Joey would know that I am, but would I wouldn't say it to him. Yeah. So therefore he wouldn't fucking run <laughs> the gauntlet yeah, of saying it to, to me. Say, yeah. You're fucking early. Yeah. Like he knows that's, that's not yeah. going to get him He's not going right? to go you're in a hole. So all yeah. he does is just throw a ladder down and goes, it's there whenever you need to pick it up. Yeah. And then ultimately, I'll go to him a couple of days later. Like, I, I'm i Well, I'm he probably struggling. knows. Like, he knows you better than anyone. That If 100%. he pushes you, he's going to get absolutely nothing. And also, that's one of those things that you learn about yourself is that, like, how you, what you're... Con- so... Joey doesn't like going to sleep on an ar- on an argument. He likes to clear it up before we go to sleep. I do not like that. I don't like to be pushed. I don't like conflict. I oh, like yeah, to figure yeah. it out myself. Yeah, so I here, ostrich yeah. it. So I want to put my head in the sand and I'll come back to you. But if you push me, I'll. that's where I'll just cut you out. I'll yeah, just go, no. Gone, yeah. But I can't do that with my husband. Like, he's a constant. But that's why other people, like, if you push me and I feel like I'm pushed into a corner and you're not letting me the time to breathe, I'll just cut you out and be like, I have oh. no interest in talking to you. Yeah. Which is a real bad trait to have. You think so? Well, I think, I think if, you, and, but this is the thing, it's that thing of saying to someone, do you know what, actually you really hurt my feelings, but I'd never say that to someone. No, I would never I'd say that. I'd make a gag out of it fucking six months later and go, oh, do you remember that time you pissed all over me? That was gas, wasn't it? Or I'd say something, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just never address anything. Like, yeah, do you know, like, or, or, not, or that not address it. Like you, I just get this thing goes off my head where I go, yep, yeah, <laughs> I'll never see you again. 
And that's it. Yeah. I never do. Yeah. No, I just never do. That's it's just that someone has been removed from my life. Yeah, and see, like, that's it. Like, even, like, when I lost I my job. and yeah. I am. That's actually not that see? hard to do. Oh, when, I, when I lost my job in the radio station, like, how I took that so personally. Like, I like so other than losing my job, and even people we worked with, I took their reaction so personally. Like, yeah. you were one of the only people who spoke to me about it, or actually, you know, whereas other people, because they were afraid to say... I, like they didn't know what to say, but I to say. took that that as a really personal thing. Like I took it so personally that they, I felt like they that I'd spent all this time working with them and nobody could fucking say anything to me. But now I look at it and go, they just didn't know what to say. They didn't, didn't know what to say. They yeah. Didn't know how to. Nobody didn't know if you it. wanted to talk about it or anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And even so, like <laughs> that's why it's so important though to just sort of say, listen. How are you? But that's it. But that's why I've learned. <laughs> like, I've learned there's nothing wrong with saying to someone when they're in the worst time of their life and where they're like, we're so we're so kind of programmed to not say something or to try and fix it that I've learned that it's okay to say to someone like that. The counselor going, I'm really sorry that happened to you. He wasn't trying to fix it. He wasn't no. trying to give me uh, like a, a long winded story. It's like if you have a miscarriage, the amount of people who will tell you of women who had a miscarriage and a month later got pregnant or that they had twins or that people who can't conceive, they'll tell them about their cousins, brothers, uncles, sisters, you know, mm. auntie twice removed who had triplets, that we'll always try and fix it. Whereas if you just turn around to someone, whether it be in death, in heartache and whatever, and go, I'm really fucking sorry you're going through this. Yeah, shit. You're not fixing it, but you're just saying to someone, I'm fucking identifying yeah. that you're struggling. Acknowledging it, yeah. I see it, yeah. And that's that's all. I, and I remember him just sitting, him sitting there, and was like, he sees me, like he he he's not trying to fix anything. He, and I and that was me, even me and Joey trying to figure that out between us. That Joey had a constant that he wanted to fix. If something you can't fix that I had a miscarriage, you can't fix that my dad died, you can't fix any of those things. But when you learn that you can sit sit with that, we can both sit with that. With them, we're okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Then you find that kind of now. I have a million other things <laughs> that, that we could trash out, like. But it's just it's definitely yeah. finding that basic. Since then, your counselor's now going. Oh, I can't. I can't say any more sorry than I was. Right? Give me a break here. He's like fucking hell, Suzanne. Seriously, I mean, <laughs> but that's it. Like we're just we're so saying, we're so. It was program- rough at the start, but now I can't even take it. You were so programmed, uh, and that because you're so like me in that that you. I my defense is always I won't let anybody see that I'm hurt. Like oh yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, yeah, carry on. That's like, it. You know, and if anything, my only re- really bad is that I have a bit of a vicious streak that I could if if it's been a couple of weeks or something has happened or I see like I could make a smart comment at someone because but that's my wound. That's me just being like I'm gonna fucking just because you've hurt me now. But even that, it's like. If, if gets you, you nowhere though yeah it gets you nowhere and also it's like if you can turn around to someone and say why did you do that or have that co- like where I can't I'm terrible at that I just go okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> I leave now <laughs> <laughs> but and it's but it's funny but people's oh. perception of me is that that I'm quite outgoing and that I would really yeah it would be yeah but I'm not that at all but that it, but I have yeah, I but people portray like that's my my ammo is that people think that I am therefore so I'm a double threat that actually Probably to my own mental health demise, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Know. Well, maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. That's why you're sorting it out. Yeah, and that's it. Like, I know, like, Jesus, we talked about mental health last week or whatever, and actually somebody who sent, we got loads of messages about people who 
were saying, yeah, and one of the listeners was saying he was on his way. To, he's gone in to get a little bit of treatment and get a little bit of help. And I was, I was like, thank, thank you for sending that. And I hope that you're well. I hope that you're, yeah. you're on the right path to wherever you need to go. But I think, I think now this pandemic has probably shone a light on a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? That oh, look, I, I, everybody's done a lot of self analysis yeah. with all this shit. Like everybody, I'm mad you're... for buying self help books that I can't read because the font is too small. I can't stand self help books. Like I am genuinely like my idea of self help is so opposite <laughs> to everything in those books. Like I genuinely think you want seriously, <laughs> you want to learn to be happy. You gotta give up on your dreams. Oh, I know that sounds fucking <laughs> awful. No. Yeah. Yeah. All, no, but look, see, all I know I want, that sounds fucking mental, but that's no. that for me. You know that's what it. I'd like. It's like throw all that shit in the bin and oh. look around. All oh. that shit in the bin. I know you have a radio that's show, but for me, I'm like, I have little goals now. I'm like, I'd quite like There's us to do. There's context for that, but that's exactly how I feel. I was so much happy when I just let all that fucking I want, I want shit go. I don't, I don't want fucking anything. It's over. I gave up on myself and I'm much happier for it. Oh, but I want us to do a radio show on the radio together at some point. I know oh, you do yeah. one, but like they're my goals. I'm like, I'd love us to do a radio show together. Like we do this, but I'd love us to do this every day on a radio show. Yeah. Like, and Give up on your dreams, Suzanne. But now you've just literally taken out your hole <laughs> <laughs> and emptied out your whiz all over us. So that's the end yeah, of that. It sounds worse than it is. Oh, there's a way of explaining it, but I don't think I'm probably up to the job. But it's like, yeah, yeah. But it's <laughs> we'll like, go down that hole and fucking I guess I, guess, I suppose I just, you learn how much you kind of, uh, what matters and all. And then, you know, a lot of the time it's what you've been fucking telling yourself is going to make you happy is not going to make you happy at all you know what I mean you got, so like, there's no I point I thinking that if I had married a lot richer I'd be happy but I didn't you wouldn't, you wouldn't. I know I wouldn't. wouldn't I wouldn't be lost without Joey in fairness yeah, know, he yeah. should get a medal for fucking like even that like I was saying with the pregnancy hatred this week like he's had to put up with that bullshit all week and he's he, he can't he can't tell me that he can't turn around and go you are bats this week uh, no you can't do that to anyone though like you know especially when you're a fella looking at someone going I'll tell you what's going on with your woman's body no you need to shut the fuck up is what you need to do now you just shut the fuck up now is what you need to do now right <laughs> he re- we all have an idea what's happening here I know the specifics the last thing I need is you saying your woman's body is having a reaction that I'm going to explain to you you're going to shut your fucking mouth and you're going to go and get me a McDonald's and you're going to be very fucking lucky if I don't set fire to your head when you walk in the door and we're going to be happy with that that's where we are do you want a Snickers ice cream on the way home we'll yes I fucking you. do and don't even ask me stupid questions just get the fucking thing Right. Oh, I hope we haven't totally depressed everybody. Before we go, two things. One of our listeners sent a message to say that their son would take Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. As their confirmation name if you give him 50 quid. I'll give him 50 quid. Well, you can get I need a letter it. from the bishop proving it. <laughs> I need proof. I and then those the people sent a message go, we should start a GoFundMe for your nephew. I'll revolute your nephew 50 quid. Oh, yeah, imagine that little fucker you're going to make so much money. Are you, you know definitely sticking to that two euro? Well, I won't. I give him twenty. I'm not. I'm not giving a kid fifty quid. I'm not. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's my. I still wrong. maintain that that's unreasonable. I'll give it to him and I'll declare it on him. Right? If I have a way, I give him the fifty quid. No shit. If there's a way of me telling the revenue that I gave, I gave fifty quid, they'd be like, "You're related." It's not. Big. I'll be. Well, I think he's after making about a grand. I think you should look into <laughs> it. I think you should look into it. I think there's a. I think there's a ten-year-old kid running around there, and he's got like he's got he's got five or four. How many figures? Four figures in his pocket. And I think that there's something going on there that the government needs to look Assess into. Assess that revenue. Yeah. Um, right before we go, we haven't heard anything back from Leo Varadkar. Yeah, there's been no oh, official yeah, yeah, word no, back yeah, for getting yeah. back to him. So I'll follow up on that again. And he's not going to help me get a house anyway. 
So it's all right. No, it's your Sinn Féin mates are going to help you get a gas. Oh, they're not my mates. Nobody's my mates anymore. I don't like anyone Welcome anymore. to my world. Oh, yeah, no, nobody's my mates anymore. I don't have any mates. <laughs> um, don't forget to subscribe. You can give it... I don't know if this podcast has been any use. Maybe it was really depressing this week. Oh. I don't think it was depressing. I had a great time listening to all of that. There's you now just giving yourself... Uh, annoying yourself again now. Doubting I yourself. Know. I think it's better when we talk about you stripping down to your cacks and it being sensitive information. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but don't forget to subscribe when you can give us stars. You can buy t-shirts online as well. Alan has a fucking job, a lot of them in there. <laughs> he has loads of t-shirts. So yeah, buy t-shirts. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.